Today, we're talking the top buys and sells for fantasy football ahead of week three. And make sure you're using our trade calculator, yardsperfantasy.com, to get the best deals for your week three trades. Just download the Yards Per Fantasy app to find the most customizable trade calculator for redraft leagues on the planet. Oh, and it's free. And also, make sure you watch this video all the way through to the end because I'm going to go rapid fire mode to give you five bonus buys and two bonus sells for week three. Let's go. My first buy for week three fantasy football is Devon A. Chain. The Dolphins rookie running back missed week one and then he only played 10% of the snaps in week two. However, he's just a couple weeks away from a fantasy football explosion. Raheem Mostert has been carrying the load for the Dolphins through two weeks, but we know his injury history and he's 31 years old. Either he's going to get injured again or the team's going to pull back on his workload in favor of their explosive rookie. Salvin Ahmed has also been getting a decent number of carries, but he's now dealing with an injury of his own and he's not a true difference maker anyway. Devon A-Chain, though, he was drafted in the third round out of Texas A&M to be an explosive weapon out of the backfield. He has elite 4-3-2 speed with incredible elusiveness and change of direction ability. He is the perfect running back for the Mike McDaniel offense and the Kyle Shanahan-style rushing scheme that they're running there in Miami. A-Chain has the speed to get to the edge and the explosion to put his foot in the ground and take it up the field. He's the type of running back who can rip off long touchdowns from anywhere on the field. That means even if he's sharing a backfield with Raheem Mostert, he's going to be a viable fantasy option. But if he gets the opportunity to take on a significant portion of the backfield work, Devon A-Chain is going to make a major impact for your fantasy team. It might be a slow ramp up to get to that point, but if you can be patient and wait for his moment, go get him right now while he's cheap. And if you believe this is the week that the Dolphins are going to take Devon A-Chain out of the box, then you can play this pick'em on Underdog Fantasy. If he scores a touchdown, you will 2x your payout. So lock in your pick now, or you can go draft a whole starting lineup for week three on Underdog Fantasy and use promo code YARDSPER for a $100 deposit match in a free mystery pick'em. Another guy I'm trying to buy in my fantasy football trades ahead of week three is Michael Pittman. A lot of fantasy drafters shied away from Michael Pittman this summer because of the unknown at quarterback. But with Anthony Richardson playing well to begin his rookie season and Pittman fully operating as the established alpha dog in the passing game, the fourth-year wide receiver is looking like a very intriguing trade target heading into week three. Michael Pittman has had target shares of 28% and 36% to begin the season, and his targets per route rate is 35% which is among the highest in the NFL. Michael Pittman finished week one with eight receptions on 11 targets for 97 yards and a touchdown, and he followed that up with another eight catches on 12 targets for 56 yards in week two. That's 16 receptions through the first two weeks. Rookie Josh Downs is second on the team with seven. And any concerns about Anthony Richardson as a passer went out the window in week one when he completed 65% of his passes, but over 220 yards. It doesn't appear the passing volume is going to be an issue either, as Anthony Richardson attempted 37 passes in his debut, and he attempted 10 in the first quarter of week two before his concussion. Pittman should continue to see targets at a high volume. He should also dominate the red zone looks, and based on the play of Anthony Richardson through the first five quarters of his career, the Colts will earn more trips inside the 20-yard line than originally projected. So trade for Michael Pittman now before he fully establishes himself as a top 12 fantasy producer. 
I'm actively pursuing Rashad White in trades ahead of week three. I loved Rashad White all through draft season because he was locked into a bell cow role with one of the most complete skill sets of any running back in football. And through two weeks, the role has been exactly what we were hoping for. He has played over 70% of the snaps in both games, and he's dominating the passing game work with a 70% route participation rate in week two. Rashad White is top 10 in the NFL on rush attempts, and his week two target share at 15% was ninth among all running backs. And his week two performance on the ground was far more efficient than in week one, with 73 yards and a score on 17 carries. He now has 34 rush attempts on the year, which is 21 more than the next closest Tampa running back. Despite fear of backfield competition from his detractors, Rashad White is fully locked in as the bell cow. Rookie Sean Tucker has struggled to get anything going with a 1.7 yards per carry average, and Chase Edmonds is expected to miss significant time with a knee sprain. Now is the best time to go by Rashad White because we know the role and he's yet to break out as a fantasy scorer so far. Yet the usage and the surprising performance of the Buccaneers offense points to some big outings coming in his future. So go by now before it happens. I've been making trade offers all week for Darren Waller. The Giants offense is built around two players, Saquon Barkley and Darren Waller. With Barkley now set to miss multiple games with an ankle injury, the offense will run through Waller. The former Raider has gotten off to a good start to his Giants career. He followed up his five-target outing in Week 1 with six catches on eight targets for 76 yards in Week 2. Through two weeks, Darren Waller is fourth among tight ends in targets, sixth in receptions, and number one in receiving yards. But he's yet to find the end zone, so the fantasy production has been low enough to make them attainable in trade. The Giants offense came to life in the second half of week two, so if they can carry that into future weeks, it's only a matter of time before Darren Waller gets in the end zone and starts scoring like a top five tight end. And heading into Thursday night's game against the 49ers, Darren Waller is as healthy as he's been all season, and he's off the injury report. The emerging downfield threat of rookie Jalen Hyatt should only help open up the middle and intermediate areas of the field for a guy like Darren Waller to take advantage of. He is on the verge of a monster performance that could come at any time in the next couple of weeks. I hope you trade for him before it happens. My top sell heading into week three is Garrett Wilson. There was a lot of hope for a second year breakout for Garrett Wilson, but that was when Aaron Rodgers was quarterbacking the team. With Rodgers out for the season and Zach Wilson looking no better than he did a year ago, those hopes seem to be dashed. In 10 games with Zach Wilson at quarterback in 2022, Garrett Wilson averaged 3.9 receptions, 48 receiving yards, and 8.6 fantasy points per game. Yet with the duo of Joe Flacco and Mike White, Garrett Wilson averaged 6 receptions, 82 receiving yards, and 17 fantasy points per game. That is a massive difference, and it speaks to the incompetence of Zach Wilson as a quarterback. Now, I expect things will be better between the two this year, and they already have, but the projections versus what we were looking at when we thought Aaron Rodgers would be quarterback, those need to be adjusted. The good news for those of you who drafted Garrett Wilson, though, is your trade window is still open, thanks to those two touchdowns that saved his fantasy day in each game so far. But we can't count on that luck staying around week in, week out. And without the touchdowns, both games would have been ugly with a five-catch, 34-yard stat line in week one and just two catches in week two. 
And one of those was the touchdown. Luckily, Garrett Wilson was able to make a play after the catch on a slant route that resulted in a 68-yard score. But the next four games being against the Patriots, Chiefs, Broncos, and Eagles, now is the time to cash in on Garrett Wilson before it's too late. Now, before we get to the bonus buys and sells for week three, if you're enjoying this video and you find it at all valuable, please hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. I'll be pumping out content like this all season long. And drop your trade questions in the comments. I will try to get to all of them. Welcome to Rapid Fire Mode. It's the bonus buys. My first is Anthony Richardson. We talked about Anthony Richardson in depth after week one and why we were buying him in fantasy football in week two on the last video. And then he came out and he played just one quarter before suffering a concussion, but he scored 17.7 fantasy points in that one quarter. That was enough to still outscore Justin Fields, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, Brock Purdy, Mac Jones, Tua Tungabailoa, and Trevor Lawrence. This guy is going to be an absolute superstar for fantasy football. Go get him now. I'm also trying to buy Jalen Waddle. It's been a bit of a rocky start for Jalen Waddle, but Tua is looking great. The Dolphins offense is looking great. He is going to have his big weeks. Go get him before it happens. I'm also trying to trade for Josh Jacobs. Now, I wasn't drafting much Josh Jacobs heading into the season. There were a lot of factors as to why, but the biggest was his workload. Last season, 400 touches. However, his value has dropped so much after the first two weeks where he's really struggled that you can get him at a really, really good value right now. This is about the price where he is worth trading for. I'm trying to get him. You know he's going to get the workload. And if he bounces back anywhere close to what he was last year, oh, it's going to pay off big time. I also talked about Jackson Smith and Jigba in last week's video. I went much more in depth than there. Go back and listen to that for why I'm still buying Jackson Smith and Jigba heading into week three. I'm also buying Chris Olave. He was a guy I really liked coming into the season, and he's already seen double-digit targets in each game. He's top five in expected fantasy points. The touchdowns just haven't been there yet, so he's wide receiver 18 in fantasy points per game. The blow-up weeks are coming. Go buy him now. And I got two bonus sells for you. One is James Conner. Yes, he's getting the volume. Yes, he's getting worked on the passing game. But that offense is so terrible, the touchdowns aren't going to be there consistently. The efficiency is going to be terrible. The ceiling is just not there. Tell your league mates, hey, this is a guy who you can count on a ton of volume every single week. Dangle him for that reason. They'll scoop him up and you make the profit. And finally, I am selling Brees Hall. This one could absolutely blow up in my face because of the talent is just so good for him. But he's operating in a full-blown backfield committee, not just with Dalvin Cook, but also with Michael Carter. And we have to adjust the projections for that offense now that it's quarterbacked by Zach Wilson. Efficiency, touchdowns are going to suffer. That hurts Brees Hall. I hate to do it, but I'm selling him. Hey, if you like that video, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment what you want me to talk about next. You can find all my stuff, my rankings, articles, podcasts, more videos like this on yardsperfantasy.com. Just download the Yards Per Fantasy app and we thank you for your support.